and a skip um, we walk our way down Wembley Way uh, from, uh, from Wembley Park train station you say that very matter of fact it's actually good you uh, say that very matter of fact we are walking down Wembley Way towards so I try to take it towards Wembley Stadium and everywhere you look it is just a sea of yellow it's got, pretty good I've got loads of my family here but it feels like the real family is here it's just everywhere you look yellow shirt <laughs> just incredible so, yeah, there's more there's definitely more yellow than there is Crystal Palace reds. I mean, look, I'm looking at those two ramps in front of us now. The left-hand ramp on the way out to Wembley is far busier and more yellower than the left, uh, the right-hand one, of course, which that has just got been blue. Trends are more punctual. Oh, that could be more punctual. We are fairly punctual. Uh, we, 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 didn't, we didn't originally aim to come to Wembley Way. We went to the Torch, where it was very busy. Uh, and Full of Watford fans. Yes. Excited. Because <laughs> we're at Wembley. Yes, and they wear flares and everything. Not the bad trousers, but I do have some bad trousers on. Jason, I don't know when it's going to properly kick in. Is it going to p- kick in when we, we actually get inside the stadium? Is it really going to, like, blow our heads off when we get inside the stadium? I think you're starting to already. See, you know, what, what I'm loving so far is the fact that I keep bumping into friends and, and, yeah. and people. I, I bumped my brother coming out of the pub. It was fantastic, you know, just everyone's sort of dressed in yellow. It's such a sense of occasion. It's brilliant. It's going to be... It's just going to be good, whatever, isn't it, Mike? I think it's really, really important to make the most of these days... When we're talking about uh, the plans for the day, uh, people were saying, oh, wait, what time are you getting ready for Wembley? And I was saying, I just want to get there as soon as possible because I just want to soak it in. You think about football clubs. You think about the amount of football clubs who get to play at Wembley. It's not many. No. It's not many. You think about the amount of football clubs our size that get to play at Wembley. It's not many. Think about the amount of football clubs who play brilliant football all season and then get to go to Wembley. It's really not many. We are lucky. The sun's shining. We're going to see our football club led out by one of the one of the world's greatest footballers at the world's greatest stadium. It's brilliant. It, this is what being a football fan is all about. Fantastic. Uh, we've, I've been, I spent most of the weekend uh, chatting with uh, Hornets from around the world who've made their way in, particularly the lucky charm from Denver, uh, Curtis. Uh, picked him up from uh, from uh, Heathrow Airport at 11 o'clock Saturday morning. That's a big test for Curtis, isn't it? Oh, if, if, he's never seen Watford lose. He's seen us draw a few times, but never lose. So this could be his uh, his big test, but I feel this will be his crowning moment. My, my fear is that we're going to go out on penalties. Because technically, that's not a defeat, is it? Oh, uh, OK, we're doing the old bet thing. Right. <laughs> OK, yeah, it isn't necessarily uh, a lot. But we, I'm just looking up at that, that, the arch. I mean, it's just... It I've, been like... here, I've been here before, but it, it looks different today, doesn't it? It's bedecked yellow. There's a, they, have, they have, like, generic um, supporters from every club. In, in the, wearing their club's kit as, 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 part of the, as part of the branding sort of exercise. And I think the one thing that Watford have got in their favour 
or not, actually, as the case may be, is the, the, the massive Watford fan on the front of Wembley Stadium. looks a little bit like Steve Cabot. <laughs> I was thinking exactly the same, Mark. It is Steve Cabot. So it could be good that he actually looks like someone who's played for Watford. That might give us the edge. Or the fact that it looks like Steve Cabot could give us a disadvantage. But uh, anyway, we're going to be... Uh, this, the rest of this podcast is going to be... We're going to record little bits of our day here on our trip to Wembley to sort of tell a story. Tell our story, not the story, not the what it was like to be a Watford fan here, because you're going to have your own story. But this is going to be our story throughout the game, which is going to be immense. Jason, you're the the, the eloquent uh, footballing uh, talker. What is, what's the, what is the game going to be today? What, what, what do you foresee? Randomness. It's, it's, it's such a... Such a big game. Who knows how it will affect all the different players on the pitch. We, we've got... A brilliant talent in the Faneuil Chalmer. He's, he's what 18 years old. How will playing at Wembley in, in football's richest game in this country? How will that affect him? Well, I, my big thing about the, the Watford team is that they are going to be on such a high after coming back from being in, in that Leicester game that we know that no matter what minute of the game it is, no matter anything, Palace first. They know they can still go and win a game late on, but they can still win a game. And I don't know what is going to knock their what you, what Palace have to do to knock the momentum and the great feeling around the Watford camp. Um, we've just come into well, Tropolis, I think. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's been incredibly hard to find a drink uh, around Wembley, but this is uh, this is where we uh, we find ourselves, Jason. Metropolis. Eighteen is quite smart, isn't it, for a, a pub very near to a football ground? Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite impressed. Mike's uh, brought his entire family with him, and um, his, uh, his long-term sufferer, no, sorry, girlfriend, um, Leanne. Leanne, you, you know, you've, got, you've been to Watford games. You, you bring the kids quite regularly. Yeah. Uh, how? What, what's, what's the score going to be today? Oh God. Um, I don't know, obviously. I don't well, no, no, know. Mike, you, your two numbers came in your head the minute I asked that question. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They okay, genuinely I'm ask didn't. You again. What first the numbers, numbers that came into my head were the numbers that Mike keeps saying. Okay, what are they? 2 0. 2? Just a point. Yeah. But, but he, he always this, does that. He does that on purpose. That's part of his um, mechanism, mechanism to sort of survival. Yes, it is. Yeah. He always goes negative. All I want is for it to be entertaining. And funnily enough, am I waffling on like Mike? No, no. Okay. <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> When I, I said to Andy, what is comforting, seeing all these other Watford fans makes me realise, actually, at the end of it, if it doesn't go our way, I'm not alone. <laughs> There's lots of us all feeling exactly the same, so that's comforting. Yes. But fingers crossed, it's all we can do. It's all we can do. Oh. Uh, we're about to get in a line, Jason, to get another beer. We are. It's a long line. Uh, what time is it now? Time check is 12.52. Let's see how long it takes to get a beer. Start the clock. Podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. Mike, it's all, all of a sudden got really real. Yeah. We're, we're walking up the stairs to to, uh, to get into the entrance at Wembley. Oh, yes, I'm I'm, I'm 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 ready. Are you ready? My Hornetometer <laughs> is at previously unscaled heights. Jason, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm very ready. Your voice says otherwise, Jason. <laughs> 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 it's, it's nerves. Uh, we're outside Wembley. Um, what, what entrance? Hey, F. 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 It's G. Right. There's only one F in Watford. There's only one F in Watford. Listen, just the sea of colour, a soundscape. Is that the right word? Yeah. You can just hear noise 
waves after wave of uh, Watford songs cascading over the various levels here at Wembley and it's fantastic isn't it it's great but let's hope we're feeling the same at the at the end of the day eh? Mike we're, we're in it Mike we're in Wembley watching Watford we're in Wembley well, it's what, it's what you want as a football fan, isn't it? We're sat here surrounded by yellow uh, yellow shirts, as far as I can see, right up to the top there, right down to the bottom. Absolutely incredible. And then, and then down the other end, of course, gloom. Uh, mortal enemies. Mortal. <laughs> now, I'm told... I've had a great Harris. weekend hooking up with a lot of uh, what fans who arrived uh, from, from far and far and wide. Uh, California, Denver, uh, Norway... Uh, um, I asked my question about, I want your boy I, I play what they said so what is your what's the best thing about Watford this year the best thing well what, being here today has got to be the best thing about Watford this is the culmination of, uh, of an unexpectedly amazing year so just standing inside our national stadium watching our football club you know you've got to have so you've got to have a cold black heart not to enjoy that so and, and the way we've done it the way we've achieved it against all almost against the odds you know we had to leave disappointment sorry getting a bit choked up <laughs> and then obviously the Leicester situation to get through and to do it in the style we've done it has been fantastic whatever happens today it's been an unexpected season um, I think we've all enjoyed it let's enjoy one last 90 120 minutes and uh, just what a great thing not just to be a Watford fan but this is what it's like to be a football fan I said to my friends um, after the Leeds game can't have winners without losers you know somewhere else in the country whole supporters are celebrating it wasn't our day today um, let's hope it isn't today um, it's just brilliant great to be here come on Watford but whatever happens proud of my team proud of my fellow supporters and just glad to be a Hornet well here's what three uh, international Hornets felt their favourite thing was for this season this is Curtis from Denver I would say the positives because of the stability they brought to the club Adrian from Norway that last couple of minutes on the Leicester semi-finals from zero to hero in 17 seconds that was superb okay. <laughs> yes this is Paul from Denver my favourite thing about this season is next season in that there will be one and it will be at least as good if not better than the one that we've had this year and I can't remember the last time when that was true so something to look forward to for next year but actually this has just been about two or three minutes of Palace have been in front but it's not a great game so far is it? Very very frenetic as you'd expect a lot of massive high stakes games so you can't expect either side to settle down but if you did have to say which side to settle down better it's, it's Palace they're, they're working very hard um, they've obviously got a game plan to get the ball out onto the right to, to get Zaha into the game as much as possible and you've got to say it's working because every time he gets the ball there's a massive buzz around the crowd and uh, and panic seems to set in amongst the Watford defenders he's on the ball now uh, he just makes things happen excellent player and Watford just aren't 
aren't able to settle at all. We've seen none of the composed movement and passing. Uh, it's been a hallmark of the season. So, looking at the clock, 23 minutes gone. Very, very tough watching for certainly for a Watford fan. I'm suggesting the other yeah, end. But, but uh, are, you, are you watching this as a Watford fan? Or I, I, I would say that actually the first 15 minutes actually Watford were being cool being calm and playing their football yeah, and there was an amazing crossfield pass from Lloyd Doyley to uh, yeah, Lloyd is spraying the ball around uh, like an absolute winner he's obviously uh, he's obviously feeling the uh, the power channeling the power of all the uh, <laughs> the great footballers that have played at this magnificent stadium before him I think one of the, the toughest things that we face is X-Trans on a on a yellow yeah, card yeah, after yeah, 15 yeah. minutes which means he he has to sort of uh, take a step back a little bit and and Palace will know that you know they'll, they'll have done their homework Holloway's a lot of things but he's he's a canny chap he'll know how to uh, to work the angles and uh, uh, very difficult we knew it'd be close we knew it'd be cagey but um, for me Palace uh, Palace uh, are adapting to the occasion much better than Watford at the moment well I think they're coming, they're coming into it at this point after 24 minutes still nil nil yeah all to play for all though. to play for all to play for the sun is out Yellow is reflecting it, Michael. We're at half time here at Wembley Stadium. It ended the first half. Crystal Palace nil. Watford nil. The sun is out, and I think the verdict is still out as well, isn't oh, it? It's a little bit difficult to. Uh, you know, obviously we're tense as, as, as Watford yeah. fans. We're so we're probably seeing the game slightly skewed, but. Uh, I think Watford came into it just after our last little piece. I think when we said that uh, Crystal Palace were bossing the game, I think uh, Watford actually came back into it a little bit and started started playing the ball around like we know they can and had a had a nice little spell of possession without necessarily creating anything really worthwhile. They had ten minutes when they. Mike's dad. So when what, who did Watford? 20, Twenty-five to thirty-five minutes. So started getting the ball on the deck a bit. Um, but we're finishing it. We'll get the attempts, and we're trying to think. It's not getting the ball through. The, the, it's poor stuff, to be honest, isn't it? Well, it's not getting, the, not getting the ball through. It could be, especially towards the end of that, that half. Uh, we think Vidra's going off. Yeah. So uh, that might be why he wasn't quite on his little sprightliness at that. that, that well, there. he's on one leg, isn't he? He looked like he's on one leg. Yeah. Well, obviously, Vidra looks like he'll be coming off at half-time, so it'll be, as, as you said, John, no problem. We'll just start the festive show a little bit earlier than planned. Half an hour, and then we were going to expect it. So how do we feel about uh, Fernando coming on for Vidra, then? Well, it's, a, it's a, almost a light for light. He's going to be raring to go. He's got the greatest teeth. I, I actually think he'll be more uh, more intense than, than, than Vidra. I think that'll be a big thing. They've only had... Palace had one bit where they were getting the ball to um, young Wilfred um, and he's the only sort of interesting thing out of it out of them but still both clubs have not had a, a shot on target that I could think of After, um, Anya had one at the, uh, the end of the first half of Watford uh, but it was it was a fair way over the uh, over the bar. Yeah, that was the only chance Watford created. I think you say uh, Forestieri coming off of Vidra's like for like. I don't think that's strictly true. I think Vidra's finishing is a lot lot more clinical than than Forestieri's, and Vidra's got that explosive burst of pace that can take him away from defenders. And I think Palace will be less worried about Forestieri than perhaps they will Vidra, because even though he's not necessarily in the game, it, all it takes is a split second, and he's like a hare, you know, he's like a greyhound out of a trap. And he'll take the ball with him, and he's a danger. So much like Watford um, are obviously very, uh, have been very, very, very well versed to look after Zaha, struggling to do so. I must say, he looks absolutely terrifying every time he gets the ball. Yeah. 
Um, I well, think Vidra is Watford Zaha, and I think us losing him takes a little bit away. It'll, it'll worry, it'll worry, uh, worry Palace less. But having said that, he is a different problem. He's he's small. He can. He's got his box of tricks. He'll he'll invite the challenge, and if a, the challenge comes flying in and he gets away, or perhaps wins a free kick, then you know well, we're going to. I said problem. I said to you, your brother Andy. I said uh, if. If what we don't win this, then we would have seen the game where Wilfred Zaha came of age because he, he's the you know he's in the interest. But we've got the you know, we're, we're playing in the sunshine. The second half. Well, we're, we're, we're attacking the we're attacking the Watford end in the second half. Let's see if we can suck the ball into the net. And it's that's uh, no, going to be it's going to still going to be very very difficult. It's it's a difficult Championship playoff final. We've spoken all in the lead up. All the talk is about how much rests on this game, and I think that's a little bit evident in the in the in the, in the performances that we've seen from both sides. I think if anything, Palace have played with a little bit more um, abandoned going forward. You know, all the talk was about how how Watford like to get the ball down and play, and I think uh, they've done well. They've, they've set Zaha free. I think Williams has been. Yeah, well, has been no, going I good. think though. When when they've got forward, Palace maybe have been a little bit more tricky, but they haven't got forward that much, right? And in fact, we I think I'd love to see a, an Optus stat for the percentage of where that ball was, the, the ball was during the half. I think it was in the middle uh, middle half. I think it got more a little bit more towards the uh, the, the first half of uh, the their, the first quarter of their half. I think I guess, I, I guess if, I, if we're not used to watching Watford soak up pressure and, and hit teams yeah. on the break by now, then then we never will be. And this is the way Watford have played. They've they've, they've allowed teams to come onto them and have backed themselves to to, to to defend rather than hit them on the break. So I guess there's no no reason for this to be different today. Um, this is a Watford team who has proved time and time after again that they've got the quality, they've got the um, the desire and the will to go on and do it. Let's let's hope they they stick with it. Uh, Troy's got a lot to say this afternoon. He hasn't he hasn't had much of the ball. He's been uh, they've been crowding out um, our strikers up front. So we're just hopeful that if we get a, if we get a chance, we stick it away, uh, and if they get a chance, we keep it out. We will we will see. We will see. Come on, you fools! Through in the second half, uh, I like the fact that, Mike, what is last half of the first half? I just came to you after a good spell from Crystal Palace. Arsenal finished it in a good spell from Watford. So we've just seen another good spell from Crystal Palace. Yeah, uh, I think we'll start with Watford. I think they brought, they surprised everyone and brought Hayho on for Vidra at half time, and he's a very bright, very tricky. Uh, he's almost carved open a couple of openings, not quite. Um, but I think Hayho's looking sharp. But I've got to say that. Um, yeah, Palace looking increasingly strong as the as the half is wearing on. Uh, and if you if it was a boxing match, then you're gonna you're gonna stop it and give it on points. So Palace would definitely be on uh, ahead on points at the moment. But um, we just got to keep our cool and keep going. Al Mooney's made a couple of good saves in in the last five minutes or so. Um, uh, whether we can whether we can hold Palace at bay or not is a, is another matter. But, yeah, you see right here now Watford are trying to keep the ball and the pace and our, our way of playing. Oh, hello. That's Talibar now. Uh, can't quite, can't quite sit. And of course, and of course, uh, Kevin Phillips has, uh, Kevin Phillips has got come on for Crystal Palace. And uh, we all know the headline that everyone wants to write. Let's just, uh, let's just pray they don't get a chance to write it. No, it is uh, 68 minutes, 69 minutes. Um, 
hard to watch though it's really hard to watch I'm sitting here trying to drink in Wembley but my stomach is in absolute knots it's uh, very very hard to enjoy but uh, not hanging on in there monthly but uh, they need to just take it easy keep the ball start knocking it around do what we know they can do and uh, let's see what they can do and we have the free kick and the press stop and we'll score a goal you watch starting at half time but it's starting in the 85th minute here um, it's, it's been Palace for about 15 minutes or so in, in this game um, there's nothing going forward but unlike it hey we, we said in the last little link we did showing good good touch but not quite a good enough touch almost I think a man who, who hasn't played a lot of football but he is uh, him and Forestieri together are better than him and Deeney so he'll have someone to play off of it more won't he yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think Hayho's done. Uh, he's done pretty well, considering all things considered. Uh, and now uh, we, we we spoke at half time about the threat that Forest Ariel posed. Let's let's hope he does pose a threat because, like you said, John, the last 20 minutes or so, it's been Palace chance after Palace chance after Palace chance. But you know, uh, Amrini's made a couple of point blank saves. Great saves. Uh, uh, Lloydie's uh, picked the pocket. Yeah. Uh, the guy when he was clean through. Um, really, really very difficult for Watford and. And to be honest, we we haven't even seen glimpses of what what they can do. There's been none of the none of the free flowing play that we've seen. I think you have to give credit to to Crystal Palace for that because you know we always have to remember that when you play these games, you're playing against someone else. You're not playing against someone who's just going to let them turn up and let you play. So uh, they've they've done a job on us so far, and with um, with three minutes to go, it's um, it's all Palace. So do it <laughs> really hard to watch this well, we, I, I did say before the game to people I spoke to will Watford do right if Watford turn up I said and play their game we'll win this game but we haven't turned up enough well have we been yes. allowed to have we been allowed to uh, as, as well, well as well you, yes. Yes. yes I said before to, to people the thing that worries me about this this Palace side is that it's uh, it's like it's like It just reminds me, this Palace team reminds me of, um, of Watford under Boothroyd when we went up there. You were sort of uh, not necessarily massively fancied as the, as the season wore on, but huge, huge team spirit. And with, with the added bonus of, uh, of Zaha, who's been an absolute handful, as, as everyone predicted. Uh, and then the know-how of Phillips to come on. Um, so uh, they're a tricky, 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 tricky side. Um, still nil-nil though, though, as we look up, there's uh, three, two, three minutes to go. Uh, but it's been all Palace, if we're honest. Well, uh, neither side really staking a case of being a Premier League side next year. But uh, minutes to go before extra time starts. Oh, well, hang on, John. How Ooh. can you bloody tempt fate like that? Because <laughs> I can. Yeah. Uh, 95 minutes into this game, this is five minutes of extra time. Uh, the Watford team, we wanted to turn up an hour and a half ago, seems to have turned up. There's passing, there's movement, there's creativity, there's Forestier, there's Batachio. Dini had a good chance, and we've hit a bit of netting. Um, yeah. I, I was at a point that I, just as the, the, the extra time started, Mike, where literally Watford saw, I don't think I could have stood up and cheered. <laughs> I didn't have, it wouldn't be enough to get me up to cheer. Strange, strange. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, uh, bearing in mind everything we've discussed, uh, 
uh, during the course of the night. I mean, it's Watford done well to get it to this stage. They've done well to take it to, to extra time. And I say, John, they've had an encouraging, encouraging five minutes, but uh, we need to sustain that now. We need to stay on the stay on the front foot if we can. Uh, uh, Fernando Forestieri is just. Uh, uh, started to look, to look a bit more dangerous and uh, being very visible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's a good way of describing it. Yeah, and it's given given Palace something to worry about. But uh, you know, as we're talking, it's almost like two heavyweights trading blows now because yeah. Palace are down this end and uh, I've got a corner right in front of us. So um, the ball certainly isn't zipping from end to end with uh, uh, you know undiluted pace. It's uh, it's quite a it's just tough. It's just tough. Um, but yeah, Watford started encouragingly. Um, we we're just desperate for them to, to carry on and just show show a few glimpses of, of what we know they can do. Keep saying that, don't I? They keep doing that. We've been saying that for about 90 minutes, yeah. Over 90 minutes now. Uh, there is still uh, 23 minutes left of extra time. Anything can happen. A podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. We'll probably have a breakdown in the middle of the night. Michael, a breakdown? We're just, it was only a game of football, wasn't it? Well, I think we all know that's, uh, that's not true. It was the, but it was there for the taking again. I said to a couple of people after the, the Leicester game that I was, I, I was worried that this Watford team were going to be the nearly team. Lots of promise and getting to the finish line without going over it. And as uh, it's proved to be the case, unfortunately, today, they've been found, they've come up short. You know, and it's not for the first time this season. Um, you know, let's, let, we said we said before we've had a great season and we've enjoyed it, so we can't we can't avoid that. That, that still stands, but there's been a lot of disappointing um, situations we found ourselves in. Leeds game, several games before that, we could have put a bit of distance to sit between ourselves at the top, and now the playoffs. So. The nearly team, that's how some So what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to chase for a bit now, Mike. Well, what I want you to do is to think about the five best moments. You can compare with your brother Andy, who's okay. this to us. The five best things about Watford this season. Okay. okay well, you're going to finish this season of the podcast with greatness. Right. Jason, we were chatting about the, the whole of the game. What was your take on it? My take on it is that we didn't turn up. I thought... I thought we started okay the first five minutes or so, yeah. and then Palace took the better side. And then I think we had another five minutes. I think the second half we had another five minutes, and that was it. it, it there, were, there were five minute spells where we looked good, yeah. but we didn't seem to um, build on those five minutes, and we were up against it for the rest of the game. And, and to be fair, first half I don't think anyone had a shot on target. Um, second half Almunia made a few good saves, and it. It was starting to tell for me, and, I, and when I got the penalty, I thought, well, that's it, I just couldn't see the scoring. Uh, you talked about, um, it's only a game of football, I think I talked earlier about, it's been a great day to be bumping into friends. Yeah. I bumped into one more mate as I was coming out, and he was in floods of tears. Oh, I really? I've never seen him like that, yeah. And I just sort of tapped him on the arm and said, don't worry mate, we'll win the league next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much of that I believe, but I hope it made him feel better. I, uh, Oh, I do, I do believe we, 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 we were chatting um, just before we started recording, and um, you know, if, if we can keep what is the, the core of this Zola team next year, there we should e- and, and start earlier, have a good pre-season. We should easily get more points than we did this year. More that, points than this year means we go up automatically. Absolutely, absolutely. We we've got if we can keep the, the likes of Abdi, Extra, and Pudil, Forestieri, obviously is ours anyway. Then yeah, we're, we're looking good. I don't think we'll be able to keep 
Fidra, and if Chelsea have got any sense, they'll loan Calibre to maybe to Palace or any other Premiership club next season. Because um, I think that'll be good for his development. So I think it'll be key to replace those two players. But, but yeah, I mean, there's no reason why we can't if we, if we get the right players in to, to, to build on what we've got at the moment then there's no reason why we can't look to automatic promotion Zola said as much at the start of this season he yeah. said we will be challenging for the title next season yeah. two things I, the first thing I thought about I, I, I waved my finger at those Crystal Palace fans saying huh enjoy your extra pricey t- tickets enjoy your kick-offs that aren't at three o'clock in the afternoon they will, though, I'm trying to find some yeah. out they, they will, they'll have a, they'll have a good season. Well, as we go, I, I must be honest, I think they'll struggle. What they won't have is Zahar, who won the penalty. Probably not Phillips. They might be able to lure Phillips away from Blackpool, but he's no Premier League player anymore. No, I think, I think, I think he's contract up at Blackpool. Yeah, same moment I'll sign him as a super sub. Uh, who knows? They'll have a go, good luck to them. You know, I'd, I'd rather, to be honest, I'd rather they stay up and one of the bigger clubs come down. Mm. But... Yeah, it's going to be tough, as it would have been for us had we got. Now, um, you've been a Watt fan for a long time, Jason. Where does this season sit? Wow. Well, the end result means that it doesn't quite... No, no, not the end result, not the end result. Out of all the years that you've been a Watford fan, it only t- takes away three. The two, does. two Premier League promotions. Yeah, 82 as well. Yeah, Out of all the other seasons, though, where does it sit, apart from a promotion? It takes, a, you probably take 98 out as, as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a good season. Uh, we, we've probably said it before that these, these players that we've had, that we've watched play for Watford this season, are probably the most technically gifted we've had as a, as a team certainly since I've been watching them um, and I can't imagine there were many more uh, teams before that that would have been a good shout either given where we were um, so yeah I mean, it, all in all it has been a pretty good season and uh, to, to go back to what I was saying we need to then build on it we need, we need yeah. to see if we can build on what has been uh, a good season we are the best of the teams that haven't gone up yeah. and if we can take that momentum going forwards the teams coming down haven't got momentum or they've got momentum in the wrong direction yeah. so uh, let's, let, let's see if we can learn from ready. they lost in their playoff final a couple of years ago or three years ago oh, yeah. uh, and then two years ago went on to win the title let's see if we can do what they do and we will I hope so. I guarantee it. Guarantee. Oh, oh yeah. I said it now. Yeah, there's, no, there's no guarantees there in trouble, but it would be nice if we can. So let's see how positive Mike can be. Michael. John. Top five best things about this. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what isn't going to make the top five. What? Wembley 2013. <laughs> Bottom five of all time. Uh, I just, actually, the question I ask you, I ask Jason, where does this season fit with all the 20, 30 odd you've been a Watford fan? Where does this one sit? It's uh, really, it's very hard to say because there's nothing more frustrating as a football supporter to see, like I said before, a nearly team. It's nothing more frustrating and, and heart wrenching than seeing what would have been glory ripped away from you or not, not being able to grasp it. I think the overriding feeling, though, we stayed to the end in there, and I've, I've made a conscious effort to stay and see see that what the team off the pitch. Because we, you know, we've been in it together this year. We'll come back hopefully stronger. So, you know, this is the start of the journey with the Pozos. We've come from think about this conversation we were having this time last year. Oh, we were God. watching West Ham go up, blah blah blah. But we were, didn't know what was which way was up for, for our football club. 
Now we've just had a day at Wembley. All right, it didn't go. It didn't go our way. Fine. No one. No one wants that. I'm as disappointed as this man. But there's a bigger picture. We've always known that this year. If we went up this year, it's going to be a bonus. Let's not lose sight of that. We mustn't. And I mean, this is not being me being, you know, trying to take a positive out of a negative. It's, we must see the bigger picture. Our football club nearly went bust. It didn't. We ended up here, and we're, we're on the brink of something great. And I still think we're on the brink of something bigger still. Well, one thing, so, one thing you haven't heard was yes, last night when I was chatting to Paul from uh, Denver, his favourite thing about this season was there's going to be another season next year. Well, exactly, and I think that's a, that's a really it sounds it sounds obvious, but I think that's a, that's a great point. But when you get the um, when you get the video at the end of the year, you won't be forward riding to the end to watch the Wembley game. No. You will be looking at Brighton at home away and seeing those goals. You'll be looking at Leicester. We've had. We've had lots of pies this year, so where it ranks, it's a bit hard to tell. I think we need to wait and see, well, see where the dust I, settles. I think apart from it's it, up there. Any, any year where we haven't got promotion, it's, it's, it's right behind those. I mean, I think me. it's good. I mean, I always think about, um, I thought about Cardiff going up this year, and everyone, you know, everyone talks about them choking and their bottle going and all sorts. But they've been there. We've stood where we stood today, yeah. and they, eventually they cracked it. They, they've been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and eventually they cracked it. So, Jay just said Reading as well. Yeah, you know, you've got, as Watford fans, we've had very little of these days that have gone wrong they usually go right to Watford so I think there's a lot of sort of you know there's a lot of head scratching it's like oh god we, you know, we've lost which is it doesn't usually happen but it, let's use it as a you know as a catalyst or something let's move forward I think the, the comment from your, from your guy yesterday there will be a next season is true but there's a possibility it will be a great season obviously there's things we need to look at in terms of the embargo see how that see how that pans out um, that's something we can look at after today. But let's go on. Top five best things about this year. Top five best things about this at year. Five. The new look Watford has been absolutely fabulous. A club, uh, a style of play that we can absolutely we'd be proud of. It's been a privilege to be sit in the stands and watch them play football. Saw some amazing goals. We've drooled over some of it, and it's been a long time since you could say that about Watford. At four. Having Gianfranco Zola at, uh, at our football club, I think. Uh, we need to pause and think how lucky we are. I was watching him this morning on, on Sky Sports News. Grin. He's smiling. I'm thinking about Ian Holloway with his sort of little little drives. So, to be fair to Holloway, I haven't heard too much from him this week, but you're not going to get a rise out of Zola. He is a consummate professional. He's been there, done it, and he's ours for now, so absolutely fantastic. At three. Matthew Vidra, I think, has been... Watching him bang them in has been absolute poetry at times. His pace... Uh, just seeing him that bright, the game away at Brighton where he just absolutely motored past the defenders and slotted what a joy to see yeah, a striker on top of his game superb at two Nathaniel Chalabar's goal against Leicester so at number two it's going to be Leicester City full stop ok right so obviously the Chalabar's goal against Leicester yeah. and then the, the just the insanity of the of the, uh, of the playoff obviously amounted to nothing so a bit of a hollow victory in the end but I'll never ever forget the atmosphere the roar the sound of that game and obviously the pulled muscle in the celebration you do yes and at number one the best thing about Watford this year for Mr Michael Parkin is Watford Football Club it, it's just been a joy to be around Watford are back they're in safe hands they're active in the community there's a team to be proud of on the pitch there's building blocks being put into place all over the shop to make sure that our football club is around for a long time and is successful for a long time. It feels like the end of the world today. It's anything but. It's a start of something new, of something exciting. Let's wait and see what the summer brings. We're in safe hands. Bring it on. Today wasn't our day, but we live to fight another day and there will be more days like this. Mark my words. I love you, Watford. Come on. 
Yes. Oh, I'm gonna still gonna have a breakdown later. <laughs>